0: It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome
1: to the party, pal. Welcome to the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast. The whole gang back again this week for part two. Next week, we'll be taking a week off. Before we jump back into the rest of the episode, make sure you guys are checking out CigarNoise.com, CigarNoise app. All the cool kids are doing it. And let's just hop right back into the rest of this episode. Kyle, nice. what's next?
2: Uh, random plug is next. Um, our friends plug. over on the That's Cigar it. Noise Boys—they just had Texas Tyler on, so there was a Tyler Ooh. on Tyler action.
3: So, Whoa! Uh,
2: check those guys out. Um, and if you haven't checked out the TLE podcast, you should check that out too.
1: True. Then there's
2: your your random
4: plugs. Cow, I still—I'm—I'm I'm almost done listening to your episode.
2: Uh, it took you like what, what two weeks did. to
4: get through it? Well. So I listen to it when I'm on my way to the gym and then coming back. Well, I, first I listen to ours because I want to see what we can do better, and then we end up doing the same shit every week, so I don't know yeah, why. I not change it. it. doesn't matter. <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's when I listen to it. Uh, and then obviously last week I was traveling, so I didn't get the almost done. Yeah,
2: those guys do a good job. They're fun. They do. They do. So that's good stuff. Uh, and then, so, so we've got some more fun listener questions that I think are pretty cool. Uh, V everything wants to know
4: V cute, V cute, uh,
2: our, our V cute, our V cutest listener. Uh, do you have any personal paranormal experiences?
4: Circle. Yes, but none that I want to talk about.
0: Oh, nice! Oh man, he got the probe. Would you do it? Would you do it off off the air, or um, whatever this is called recording?
4: I don't know. Not sure. Ooh, Did you have, no. oh. <laughs> you
1: have to pay for it? No. Did you have to pay for?
4: No. Well, that could you mean anything. It? That could mean I was staying at a ho- uh, at a hotel in some weird shit. Happened. Oh. But yeah.
1: Drew? Uh, I never have, but I'd like to.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Aliens, you know where to go.
1: Bring them on. Big
2: muscly man for you.
0: Aliens. That's not paranormal. Oh, yeah. Ghosts. (laughs) Sorry. So I don't know if you guys saw uh, when I was in Arizona, we were on our way back from Sedona, and there's this... Of course, I can't remember the name of the town now. And I probably could look it up, but there's this hotel that is, and the whole, actually, the entire city is just known for like, you know, creepy. Um, oh, it's called Jerome, Arizona. And there's a hotel called Jerome Grand Hotel, and it is known for like all that types of shit, right? Like paranormal and ghosts, and how many people have died there. And um, so, uh, is, it still, is it still, is it still, open for business, or is this, like, a gold yeah. town? No, well, it's it's a small town, so it used to be a huge mining community, and it went from, like, you know, 100,000 people down to, like, 8,000 people in a certain amount of, you know, in a certain number of years, which is ridiculous. Now, the hotel is it's still an active hotel, and they don't market it as a, um, you know, as a haunted hotel, but you can, uh, you can you don't read about it, and all the different shit that kind of happens there, and so people will go there and do like you know they'll rent a room and get a Ouija board and you know do kinds of shit like that. There's actually a couple like paranormal YouTube channels that have gone there to you know try to record things um so we went in and and talked to the lady at the front desk, and I gotta tell you this had to be about i don't know eleven thirty twelve thirty at night um could have been even a little later and uh she was um special like she <laughs> uh <laughs> she gave me the she gave me the creeps and not like on purpose like it's not it's not like an acting job for her. But, you know she was just kind of telling a story like yeah you know i hear knocks and you know from like right behind me and and this and that and uh you know, just all kinds of like little weird things, and uh, so the the hotel used to be uh, a hospital um, at, at one point. You know, 80 years ago or whatever it was, or 100 years ago, and then um, and then it was uh, so it was for people that were <clears throat> they were sick with some kind of disease that they were gonna die already, so they would stick them in this hotel. And then there was like the incinerator where they would just like throw the body parts down when they died and Wonderful. incinerate that so um we went up the elevator we went to the one of the floors and what i mean it, it, and it gave you the willies for sure I'll, I'll actually text you guys a picture of it um so you like you mean like you could feel like, yeah. like there was
4: something there with you i mean
0: <clears throat> yeah or did you uh, see something no you could feel it it was and it, and it wasn't and i'm 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 going to be hundred percent honest. Like, I don't know if it's like that power of suggestion, but I could, I could swear. I felt something kind of like kind of rub past me and I, okay. like it made me, it made me turn. Yeah. you know I'm like, Oh, okay. You know, um, but I was never scared though. Right. It was just kind of like, it was, it was kind of like, okay to be there. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, so, yeah.
4: Well, I guess the first question that you would have to ask yourself is do you even believe in this stuff, right? Right. And a lot of people don't, you know, they think that whatever, but, um, there's a lot of weird shit that happens. That's for sure. Yep. And that's kind of my
0: thing is I typically don't, I don't believe in it. Um, Mm. so I'm just there. I'm like, Oh, whatever. But then I'm like, huh, you know, that makes me kind of question my own (laughs) beliefs. (laughs) So I don't know.
2: Cow? No, that shit's all fake. <laughs> really? <laughs> cow. <laughs> <laughs> what if it's
1: what if it's not, cow?
2: Well, hold on. Think about it this way. If it's not, then my dumbass is gonna be haunting people forever. Why? Really? Why would oh, you why not? Why wouldn't I haunt people? If you were if you were dead and you could go haunt people, wouldn't you go haunt people? I
3: don't
4: know.
1: I don't know. Maybe.
2: What the fuck else would you do?
4: Well, Drew, you'd have to say something to haunt them.
1: That's true. <laughs> I would just like open open doors.
2: <laughs>
1: do you believe in this
2: stuff? He'd be like, get prepared I, for my yeah, deep I thought. Do. And then the I think, board stops.
1: <laughs> I think there's someone.
0: <laughs> That's one who'll have deep thoughts.
1: Where's where's that at, Danny?
0: That is in Jerome. That that's in Jerome, uh, Arizona.
1: Arizona. The Jerome
0: Grand Hotel. Yeah, gotcha. It's in between like Phoenix and Sedona, sort of a little out of the way, but just Would that you... vacancy sign is creepy. I'll have to post this up for people to see. It.
1: I love this stuff. Yeah, me too.
0: But again, that you know, that said, I don't know, right? Like, I I don't know, but.
4: So, well, well, Drew. Do you? I mean, do you believe in this stuff? Okay, so we're, so basically, it's to. like,
1: yeah, I want to. I don't. Okay. I don't have any proof or anything, and I haven't had anything happen. So, I mean, so cloud there. So, the, so yes, would look, be. Go ahead. Go.
4: Go. No. So okay. So we're at the point where Danny is like
0: half and half.
1: <laughs> like I
4: think
0: there, right. there might be, or you still don't. Mm, I'm gonna put it to you like this: like, there are some people. That I consider very credible people in my life. Yeah. That if they gave me advice about damn near anything, I would totally 100% believe them, listen to their advice, you know, put into practice yeah. their advice. That have given me stories like this that don't don't sound like bullshit, right? Okay. And, and they're they're not trying to sell me on the idea. They're just like, yeah, this shit happened to me, and you're like, man, I really have always looked up to you, or. You know, and now this is—I don't know if it makes me question them or just like question my belief in it. So, I, okay, I so don't. But I, I don't just—you know—I don't like make people try to talk people into like do that stuff's fake or whatever because I—I I honestly don't know, right? So I don't.
4: It was creepy though. And then Drew, you're on the you—you kind of believe in it. But you've never experienced
1: I I think there's something for sure. Yeah. But I've never had anything happen.
4: All right. And then Cal, you're like, no way, no how. I mean, theoretically possible, but probably bullshit. But okay, so if somebody credible came to you, like Danny's had.
2: There's a lot of credible people that say things that are completely wrong. I mean, look at witness accounts of, of crime as an example. You can have the most credible person that's ever existed. Their witness mm-hmm. testimony is almost always wrong in important ways. Kyle, you're you're a math guy? No. <laughs> well, no,
4: because the reason I ask is a lot of like people that are very mathematically inclined have a harder time believing in things which cannot be explained.
2: I would say I've read enough about... Cognitive bias to know that people's minds are way more complicated and fucked up than they think.
4: hmm Which brings me to a go ahead. Go ahead.
2: No, I'll which brings me
4: to something that um, I've found fascinating and and is not discussed enough in our society. And so I've been watching a lot of um the blacklist lately i don't know if you guys watch this with james spader raymond reddington is the character have you got do you guys ever watched this show no no i know what it is but i've never seen it. okay anyway so there, there's a lot of you know shows these days that are based on the psychology of people and, and why they do things the why they do the things they do and mental health and, and kind of what you're speaking about people not understanding their mind like the mind and how it works, and, and There is such a, like, topic that is not discussed enough, you know? Like, how many people suffer from some sort of, like, cognitive whatever or a mental, like, whatever, and they're either never diagnosed or never understood or people just call them names? Mm -hmm. It's fascinating. I I
2: think the stat is that, like, one in five people... Will at some point in their life su- suffer from a mental health problem? That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people.
0: Well, w- yeah. well you know what's what's the definition of mental health? Like, problem like anxiety, depression.
4: Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's a good question.
4: Mm-hmm. Because man, I've been seeing so many people that that lately, especially, and and I don't but anxiety. Like a lot of people I talk to, man, are like dealing with these episodes of like uh, where their physical health is being harmed by their level of anxiety.
1: Mhm. Yeah.
2: Yep,
4: it's interesting.
2: And I guess one thing I would add to that since it's a since we are a cigar podcast, right? It's it's a lot of guys listen to this and guys are especially bad at at saying they have an issue with mental health and trying mm-hmm. to get help with it. So
0: Right, it's like they. Um, something's going on, man.
2: Go, go get that shit checked out.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, they, they see it as a sign of weakness, right? And then for a long time, two people that dealt with anxiety or depression were just seen were just looked at as weak people, or weak individuals. Right. right. Um, but the brain, doubt. the
4: brain doubt. is a complex thing, mm-hmm. and if there is, you know, messages being crossed the Twilight Zone. Yeah. That's so... That's so harsh. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, the reality is that you're right, Kyle. The brain and and the mental aspect of human beings is so beyond even what we can comprehend, man. And so if you're battling something or whatever, you're not weak. Mm -hmm. Get that stuff looked at. Talk to a therapist. Talk to whatever.
1: Counseling yep it works it helps we don't want you to come back and haunt us
3: <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> that'll raise so my
1: anxiety
0: yep
2: well I guess there's also an argument to be made that the world we live in is more complex and crazy than it's ever been and it's only gonna get more, more so yeah so when you talk about things like anxiety man that shit's rough Right, like, there's enough to make you anxious in the world if you have no mental health thing going on at all. Yeah, yeah.
4: So, well, you know, there, there's, there's no break, and it's like I, you know, I was talking to my nephews who are in high school, or one of them is now. One graduated, but like, if if you're, if you're a kid that's getting bullied or whatever, like back in the day, man, if you were getting bullied before you became a millionaire as an adult, like chances are, uh, <laughs> you know, you would, you would leave school <laughs> or you would leave whatever. And then you would go home and you'd have like that reprieve. Right. Yeah. Where, you know, you're kind of in like a safe environment and now there is no that, mm-hmm. you know, people can get at you all day, every day.
1: Got to unplug.
4: Right. And what are the what are the mental ramifications that all of this social media and stuff is going to have on people going forward? I don't know. Yeah, it's nothing good.
0: Probably not. Yeah, I mean people are people are so worried about you know what they look like, what they what their persona looks like on social media and how people right. that they've never met in their lives will think and say about them that. Mhm. Um it causes anxiety. It causes depression. it Causes, especially kids now that, you know, that's that's their life, right? Snapchat is just like, it, and there, there's so many stories of bullying and and you know, or like one kid talking to another kid into killing himself. It's fucked up. Yeah. You know, it's just I don't know. All right. Well, should we take right. a
2: deep breath and jump back into cigars? Sure. All right.
1: Let's talk cigars. Cool.
2: We had a couple questions from our buddy El Dandy Cubano, who Mo could not meet. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, uh, bro. He said in previous <laughs> podcasts Mo talked about cigar rotations a lot. What cigars do all of you guys smoke in your regular rotation?
3: <clears throat>
0: uh, yeah, that's. That's a weird one because I try to smoke a lot of things like I try to smoke everything, especially you know when you get stuff from shops or or other reps or brand owners and stuff um, I love to be able to say, yeah, I smoke that you know I, I have smoked that uh, or I have an opinion about it or at least have it and seen it right so a rotation for me is kind of weird uh, not weird, but it's just not I don't have a regular rotation, but there's usually. Of course, Roma, you got to go to right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Patina for me, for sure. The, uh, Habano, um, I love the EC everyone, uh, the Connecticut I love, uh, and not just cause Mo's on the, the show, you know, it's, I've been, I'm sold. Right. Um, and of course Opus, um, that I probably, I, you know, I, I smoke at least a couple of weeks, a few weeks and, uh, but for the, yeah. And um Who gives you your patinas it. for free? No, but that's the that's the one cigar I buy. <laughs> the, <wherever> I
3: can.
4: <laughs> that's how I am with Roma. That's true. I was just at Lake Country, I bought a Roma craft. Right. And I'm actually gonna and, smoke it tonight. So eventually yeah. right you now. know what you bought? Uh it's the I don't know what the size it hold on, let me pull it up. No, the cigar guys. <laughs> it is okay, so it's that not would be on here. Uh, no, it's we the, don't. We don't put it's, names. It's like the the petite something Neanderthal, whatever that is. What's it called? Oh, it's like a like a little four by forty six. Maybe. Well, I I think the Cro Magnon version would be the knuckle dragger, but I don't know
0: what it's called. And the well, there's two. There's a four and a quarter by fifty two petite robusto, and there's a petite corona. In no, this is petite corona, I think. So that's the hot speed H O S T. Okay.
4: Yeah. Right. Yeah. To answer that question, did, did you finish, Danny?
1: Yeah, kinda. Sorry.
3: <laughs> At least I had an answer, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs>
4: Mine is uh, patina. If I go. If I go want to go a little bit more, if, if I'm feeling like, you know, the pocketbooks, whatever, and I want to support my boy Oliver, I'll go Byron. Um, Do smoke a fair amount of that. Uh, I actually, you know, I know that a lot of people tell me that, I, you know, they used to make fun of me for talking about Davidoff all the time, <laughs> but I really haven't smoked Davidoff in a
0: long time. <laughs> um, Hear that, Brad? Yeah. That, yeah, um, Well, that price difference is now that you don't want to have the shot. What's that? the price is different now that you don't work at uh, Casa.
4: Well, yes, but I no, they still give me my discount. So, oh, I, nice. I can't I can't hate, but uh, they're oh, amazing people, but um, if I'm going to spend that kind of money on a cigar man, I'm going to be honest, I'm it, it's it's just Byron I feel like is is one of the only one that's actually worth it. Wow. Um when you're talking 35 bucks or whatever because it's just yeah, that's good. Uh, I smoke Roma when I want to go like medium plus, like Neanderthal or um, And then I'll smoke some Tatuaje Broadleaf. And then, I, I'm sorry, I do enjoy Cuban cigars very much. I do smoke Cuban. Sure. And...
0: Uh, There's nothing wrong with that. It's just the guy that says... I only smoke Q Dones. That's the guy's
2: Yeah, the Right. Or you're a jerk or a dumbass if you don't.
4: Yeah, no, again, man, the way I look at it is profiles, right? I, I split my rotation into profiles. That way I try to cover all of my profiles. Of what I deem to be profiles, right? And so it's not necessarily brand specific, it's just what profiles I'm gravitating towards at the particular time.
1: hmm So that's
2: it. Drew?
1: Um, I guess everything I post on Instagram. I do a lot of Cubans for, for breakfast. Um, and for those
4: listening, Drew has always been a Cuban guy. Always, since I met him. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I rotate through Opus. Uh, Roma Craft. Uh, I do some viajes still. EPC. Patina. Uh, what's a uh, Caldwell? A <laughs> The hell is that? Danny Vasquez sent something.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's muted. Um, yeah, pretty much all the, and then I'll try all the new stuff that I post on, on Instagram, but I rotate through all those depending on the mood, I'm in.
2: Let me just,
4: but Kyle, before you give your answer, I'm just going to say one thing here about EPC. Drew and I have long, I mean, since we started Sultans, have talked about how EPC is kind of one of those underrated brands. Um, and even after they got number one with, with the, uh, Encore, well, that was the name of that cigar, right?
1: Yeah.
4: Yeah. Um, I still do not see it a lot in shops.
1: No, it's not, uh, uh it's not even all those shops here. There was a lot of stories of that Encore being in bargain bins.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, I mean, that just kind of tells you about the brand, I guess.
3: Mm.
4: I mean, you're talking about, really, when you want to talk about OGs, that, that guy's an OG of the industry.
2: Absolutely.
4: Uh, yeah, sure. who have been around forever. Accomplishments that shit. I mean, if one day Patina could accomplish half the stuff, EPC, that, you know, I'd be happy. So I... I don't know, and, and they've even undergone the whole rebranding thing and, and stuff like that. Why why that brand hasn't caught on more has always
0: been a mystery to me.
1: Yeah, they're doing something wrong. Well, they
0: just, the industry or the market has changed in the cigar industry. And you can tell the companies that are adapting and adjusting and um, targeting the, the the way you have to market your your brand out, yeah. Um, old school, old school mentalities—it's fading away uh, from from the cigar, you know, cigars, cigar manufacturers and shops. Um, you know, the the old dirty, dusty, brown ceiling, torn up leather couch shops um, are are getting hurt by the you know newer, trendier, cleaner, you know, large TV you know, great music venue places with bars. Yeah. And stuff, mm-hmm. you know? So you don't yeah. adjust that. You don't, you don't adjust. You're going to, I mean, that's in every market, right? I mean, the car in every industry is the same way. The, the market determines how you need to. Sure. How do you need to display your product? Yep. Right? Yep. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. And I will tell you that I know for me, we talked about, or Marty Pape had asked a couple of weeks ago, what we would have done differently if we were starting all over again, right, Um, Danny for the Voyage, me for Patina, and I think that I put too much emphasis on social media when I first started. Some might argue I don't put enough, but I think that I tried to cater or I cared too much about that and not Maybe as much as I should have, because when you go into the B and M's, man, you the the reality on the ground versus the dude online is so different.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, know. Yeah. so different. Cal, what but. kind of list you got?
2: Oh man, that's a tough question. So I looked through. I've been looking through my humidor for sort of what do I have multiple boxes of that I like enough that I would smoke through it like that, or what do I have in that like fills a drawer or more, right? So let's run through those brands. Uh Davidoff, Fuente, Tatuaje Sorino, Patina, Cavalier. What else do I got here? That's a lot of Cuban shit. Uh I got a good amount of foundation and Padron. Those are solid rotation cigars.
1: You have a ton uh, of Opus Angel shares.
2: I do have a ton of Opus Angel <laughs> shares. That's Fuente, though. Uh, I got a drawer of, uh, of fucking Romacraft. Uh, that's kind of it for the the main brands in my humidor. So, I don't know.
1: You got another question?
2: I got a shit ton of cigars. It's my problem here. No. Uh, yes. Never. We we need to have we need to have Carson on. Where has he been? You know, I sent him a message just the other day asking him, you know, where he been, man? What's going on? Uh, he said he had some life stuff going on, but he'd be back soon. Okay. So I don't know what that means, but we'll see. Um. Cool. So I want to steal an idea from another podcast, but do it a little different. Yes. Uh, so stealing from the Cigar Noise Boys, and specifically stealing from Dom, uh, he does this thing where he'll he'll make up like an analogy, right? So he'll say, mm. "When I when I say this thing, what cigar does it make you think of?" Mm. So I want to do that, but with like high school clique groups, <laughs> right? So so I'm going to say a high
4: school. I click see where you're group, going. Yeah, and I
2: want you to say the cigar that it makes you think of. Huh, does that make good. sense?
4: Yeah, that's good.
2: Cool. So so just go for it. You don't have to think too deeply about this. If you have some rationale, that's cool. If you don't, that's fine, too. Okay.
4: All right. <laughs> all right. So we'll start with Drew, then Danny, then me.
2: Yes.
3: yes. Two men oh, cows. Yes.
2: I mean, I wasn't going to answer him. I was just going to ask him. He's asking Well, too bad. Too bad. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. So when you think about the jocks in a high school, what cigar do you think of?
1: jocks jocks would have to be uh uh davidoff no that would be, be preppy bad. jocks would no sorry that would be like preppy kids jocks They'd be like
2: the preps yeah drew yeah. estate <laughs> 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 okay
0: uh, danny that's funny that well he said davidoff i said no drew Estate in my head um <laughs> <laughs> so to, to to not give the same answer. Um,
1: it's supposed to be Mo next, by the way.
0: Oh, is
2: it? No, no, no. No, no, no. I thought he said Drew, Danny, Mo. No,
1: no. Yeah. Go ahead,
0: Danny. Um, yeah, Drew Stato was the one that popped in my head. So I'm going to pull a Drew here and uh, piggyback off his.
1: That's all right.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> That's, I, that's that, an honest that's, answer.
2: That's the one I would go with as well. You're not going to get more specific and say acid? I was going to say acid, yeah. Yeah, you were. Because <laughs> that's the right answer. <laughs> really? That, you, you know that's the right answer. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what about uh, the, the theater kids?
3: <laughs>
2: Dab <Damn> it off.
0: <laughs> no.
1: No, pre- These are like some,
0: the, some boutique shit, right? Like Gurkha They're or something. theater someone. kids, no. <laughs> for, well, for me, theater kids are like Room 101... Yeah,
3: oh, well, yeah, like
0: those that's true. like those arts those artsy kids that are yeah super dry funny but then a little off at the same time yeah yeah i can yeah. see that that's a good one uh by the way i, I love you guys though matt matt booth and robert i'm not picking up they know it. they know i love you. <laughs> physically not that they not uh, that they're listening or
1: anything yeah probably not yeah. they might
2: uh Drew, Drew what do you got for the theater kids?
1: No, I agree with that. That's uh
2: All right. I'm
1: piggybacking. On. On. That was good. All
2: All right. Right. What about the the stoners? Tatawahe.
1: <laughs> Don- <laughs> Philly's blunt. <laughs> Philly's blunt. Tatawahi, hundred percent. What who's who's the one with the C B D cigar? JSK, yeah. JSK. JSK. No.
2: <laughs> That was my answer
4: <laughs> No because Pete Johnson was in a band And you know He's got these rocking the tattoos And all that kind of like
1: the. He'd be like a grunge grunge group yeah, then.
4: Yeah well who else um, A lot of those guys were That's true
1: Stoner that's yeah. you know, grunges it's not racist. What else you got
2: Well oh, hold on Danny
1: didn't answer Oh
0: <clears throat> stoner kids um but see there's two types of stoner kids right there's like there's like stoner kids that are like uh, you see how that's more mo than it is me I don't
3: like <laughs>
0: Um, so there's the stoner. There's the stoner kids that were like skateboarding and stuff like that. And then there's the stoner kids that were like stealing shit.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, so what's each
1: one? What do you got?
0: You doubled your workload. Yeah, I know. Fuck. Um, so you know, yeah, if you're gonna go stealing, the the, the stealing and the the thuggin' kids, I would definitely go JSK because I, I love risky. <laughs> he's, he's got a background He's got a background. I know it. <laughs> um, but but tat that makes a lot of sense. Like if I say it the other way, like the long you know long hair kind of uh, uh, skater stoner skate, skateboarding kid, yeah. True. Yeah. All
2: right. What about the nerds?
0: <sighs> nerds. Cigarellos.
1: <laughs> something in <laughs> something in a lancero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Anything in a lance arrow. All right,
2: I think we nailed that one in one. Uh, The 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 loner kids. What about those kids?
4: They're the ones doing like Davidoff, Byron, Atabay, Cuban.
0: Those kids No, bro. Yeah, (laughs) probably. (laughs) Like it's eight o'clock. Dude's going to bed. <laughs> you know, he's working out he shoots people the ghosts. he doesn't hang out with anybody <laughs>
3: uh, <100%. Wow. laughs>
0: guilty as charged
2: there it is <laughs> yeah a loner that, cigar that answer leads up really well into the last one what about the mean girls
1: <laughs> they gotta be smoking like uh <sighs> mean girls Mm. Like, uh, <laughs> those are the flavors, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs>
1: that's acid,
4: yeah, because they're hanging around with the jocks anyway. So, if the jocks they're aren't perfect. acid, then the mean girls are like groovy blues and shit.
1: They're smoking the the Drew Estate, uh, what's the uh, Betty, the and, yeah, uh, fat bo- What What's the, I can't even think of their, don't help, uh, don't help them. <laughs>
3: We've only said it four times on this podcast.
0: Yeah. The about, I guess, was y'all. Yeah, that's it. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Sweet. All right.
2: No. There's our analogy segment. Nice. Good job, pal. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was
1: awesome. Yeah.
2: What the fuck was that? Uh, Dom has good ideas. And we're going to steal them all. Um, so then, here's a serious topic that I'm curious about. I want you guys to fill in the blank, right, on this particular sentence. When blank talks about cigars, people listen. Danny. Who are the people that people actually listen to Mo. in the industry? Nobody listens to me. Um,
0: Sokka, Skip. Um, uh, Manuel and Oma. Uh, there's probably a lot. I mean, like the regular, you know, consumer would probably listen to a rep, right? But uh, like, sure. A,
3: yeah. With us,
0: I'm i like, yeah. I, I would say
4: like a lot of cigar people that I've met uh, when it comes to that stuff is like Hanky Kellner.
2: <clears throat> mm.
4: Um, yep,
2: I, I had him on my list. Definitely, um,
4: Don Papine.
3: Uh
4: huh. Um, Nick Melillo. Yeah. 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 Especially the old school guys, man. Papine and Kellner, for sure. Those are kind of like like a lot of people really have a lot of respect for um, for Papine because of uh, a lot of the. I mean, my father was the first to do a lot of things, um, whether it in their fermentation processes or the way they started blending cigars. They kind of, and maybe a lot of people don't want to talk about that, but, but they were kind of the originators, in some ways, of, of the modern <laughs> Nicaraguan profile of cigars.
1: <laughs> Whose kid's going ape shit?
4: <laughs> that was me. <laughs> no but Danny, I mean, would you guys do you guys kinda see where I'm going with that? I don't know, maybe I'm wrong.
1: I think they'd listen to anybody that's yeah, think... that's been doing it forever. Right. Uh
0: I think you you you're you're on a next level cigar smoker though. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's kinda like yep. when we talk about gus, gus cura. Yeah. Um, you know, he... we, we could sit there all day and, and talk to him about tobacco and most most people are like I don't you know
4: I, I don't even know, know who that, that is. is. Bro, he he called, you know, and and we want to talk about gentlemen of the industry. Here's a guy that, you know, had me at his house when I went down to Nicaragua, allowed me to stay there, had dinner for us every day, um, and literally has called me to check in on me since then, just to see how I'm doing. It's amazing. <laughs> I mean, this guy is like, for for a lot, a lot, most. Cigar consumers won't ever hear this name, but he it would be. I don't know. They, how would you describe him and the people? I don't even know.
0: He's the. I mean, he's like the wizard of Oz, right? Like he's he's the wizard that you know, that you uh, he's running the whole shit, and you don't you don't even yeah. know it. You know. Yep. Uh, yep. I mean, that's. It's he's almost like Kaiser like, Sose. Yeah, yeah. Um, sure. You're a fictional character. Um, <laughs> he's no, like, you know, you know the uh yeah. well the wizard of Oz is a real person? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my Sorry my I I got distracted again. No, um <laughs> Yeah, he's like um it's kind of like the Placentias back, you know, before they had their brand, um, people in the industry know who they were. Yeah. Um, and even now not a ton of people know they're, they're learning, but mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean, I know even, sh- I, I know shops that didn't know who they were because I've talked to reps where they, they're kind of sitting and, um, having to explain who they are. So yeah, that's a man for so sure. Yeah.
2: So one thing I think is really interesting about your answers is these are people who really know their shit, and not a single person you mentioned is like a social media superstar. Yeah, none. They do social media, right? But they're not just social media superstars. That said,
0: Cow would be on my list. No, no, no. I'm not. That's not where I'm going with this. Um, No, but you know your shit. I mean, if we're gonna, we can make a second column of social media people that's what i was gonna ask I mean, is
2: there, are there are there actually people like who are consumers who people listen to does that make well, sense as a question well yeah because yeah. like
4: there there are what i call like consumer thought leaders you'd be one of those cow
2: for sure okay, let's let's get off the cow bandwagon who, who are the other people i don't care
1: about <laughs> <who> <laughs> are the cow. No, we're so, being on get so uncomfortable cow would be on there yeah, that's why, on, st- that's why you're Save on. The, that's why you're else's on the fucking show. name. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay, okay, D- Dave, Dave West, Dave West, West. Moo Cow Rich. Yeah, Agreed Mookown on Dave. Rich. Fuck you, Drew. <laughs> Agree on Dave. <laughs> um,
4: I, I think Ted, Ted is a is a great person for that. Ted and yep, great palate.
1: Dave and um, Moo Cow.
4: He he's on Cigar Noise, but he's not on um, Instagram that I know of. But like Rod from Cigar what? Noise. Oh, okay. That guy literally smokes anything and everything when it comes out. I mean he's one of the first to always have the newest stuff and trying it out. You know
1: um, What about people that aren't in the industry?
4: Yeah, and, these guys aren't
1: and aren't social media That's
4: what, I'm saying. what do you mean?
1: Do you have influencers like that?
4: Well, within each cigar shop, yeah,
3: mhm-.
1: There's
4: always that like guy that people follow, like when he smokes, or girl, I guess. Or whatever. And it might be an employee, or it
3: might
4: yeah. not. Yeah. Just be a customer. Like if XYZ bought two boxes of you know this cigar, there's gonna be at least five people that are gonna try that cigar because that person bought two boxes of it.
0: Yeah. You know?
1: And Mookow Rich. And Mookow. Yeah. And Mookow Rich. Definitely. That's the
2: best answer you got.
1: He's at the top of he's at the top of the list for sure on the social media. And there's no
2: way that's true.
1: It's definitely he's getting but I think it is shy over there. Yeah, it's true.
4: Yeah, I mean well, first of all, you had you were on the Reddit stuff, right? Which a lot of those guys are also on Instagram. Okay. You have the cigar noise guys. You have all the people that do Sultan, that listen to Sultan, right? And that's a lot that starts to add up. I mean, dude, you have 6,000-something followers. You're influencing
1: people. You've been on other podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> You're asked to be but, on as a guest.
2: But I think one of, one of the interesting things that I think is, is actually a pretty fascinating point is if you, if you were a cigar shop employee,
3: mm-hmm. right,
2: every single day, you have at least as many opportunities, probably more, to influence people's smoking decisions as the biggest cigar Instagram influencers.
4: Yes. Yep. hundred percent.
2: Yep. So, like, I don't think we have mega influencers in the cigar industry on social media. I don't think that's a thing.
1: Well, besides Moo Cow Rich.
4: Well, I think on social media, it's repetition. And what I mean by that is you know, how many times are you seeing a cigar posted? I'd be curious to know if, like, there's a cigar you're on the fence about. How many times do you have to see people that you follow or that are that follow you or whatever, how many times do you have to see it posted before you're finally like, you know what, I'm going to seek that cigar out and I'm going to try it?
1: I wonder that every time MooCal posts something.
0: You know what's funny is though that like the as the bigger the person gets
3: mm-hmm.
0: on social media, the less I actually would listen to them because I at some point I feel like oh they may be getting compensated for. Actually,
2: uh, sure. I can see that, sure. All right, but uh, I will I will point out just for your benefit that the cigar compensation for social media is wickedly low right? The offers (laughs) (laughs) people give you are embarrassingly bad to the point that I don't want them. Um,
0: Well, but these are people that are excited to get anything. Oh, sure. Sure, yeah. uh, Yeah. And that it would be, they would feel like they made it. For sure,
2: yeah. I just think it's
0: kind of sad. Yeah.
2: Right, like the going rate for a cigar influencer post for somebody with at least a few thousand followers is like $15 or some cigars.
3: (laughs) That's fucking know.
2: terrible. Right? Like, that's horrible. Yeah. So, what are you selling out for, dude? Yeah. So, anyway. Drew.
3: Is
1: it time to mute you? <laughs> <laughs>
2: what are your deepest thoughts this week?
1: Must be time to mute you.
4: I already Come said on. it. You got I'm him earlier. earlier. You got to have something. I mean, we just had some pretty in-depth shit.
1: You got them earlier. About what? I don't even remember <laughs> what we talked about earlier. <laughs> I was like, your shit son. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll have to listen to find out. You'll have to listen. <laughs> so, those listening, we will not have a podcast next week uh, to this part two episode. But we'll be back so the week after. So technically, your your deep thoughts were last week. Exactly. <laughs> so we need a second round of deep thoughts. That's it. That's all I got. Now, when I come back from Germany, I'll I'll get you there one, Cal. I promise.
4: Now, Drew, are you gonna be? Are you gonna be? Are you going to have time to hit up mm-hmm. some cigar shops?
1: Yes, sir. Helping? Nice. You got any suggestions, or are you just? I wondering? have no idea. Oh. I've never been there,
4: but I I heard that there's this Roma Craft cigar you can get
1: out there. I've heard that as well.
4: Um, a little bit. <laughs> and then you'll be able to also probably go to. I'm sure there's going to be a La Casa de Habanos there. Yes, that'll be fun. Oh uh, So I
2: know, I know our our buddy Andre Diaz had a great trip to Germany with no train issues at all. So he should come visit you.
1: Awesome. No train issues. Yeah,
2: cool. He had so many problems traveling. <laughs> it was terrible. He, did he go to Inner Tabac? Yeah. Oh
1: yeah. What, what what problems did he have? Tra- train problems for real?
2: Yeah, for real train problems. Oh. Like they kept getting him on different trains, and it was all fucked up. <laughs> but you're just trying to get away from the deep thoughts.
1: <laughs> no, I was curious. I was curious I can, what he I had. Think he, I think he Snow. did. We're driving some, so hopefully we don't have issues like that. I told you after I get back from Germany, I'll I'll get one just for you, Cal. There will there'll will be some thoughts.
2: What is it, like three weeks from today?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he yes. but
0: he's promising, so you gotta give them. All right.
1: If they're listening to this, it'll only be two weeks.
3: <laughs> All right.
1: All right. You. Thank you guys. Well, are are you good? guys. See Cheers, guys. thank you for listening to the salt and smoke cigar cast be sure to check us out on all the social media platforms facebook instagram twitter Uh, email us either about the podcast or about our cigar line at the salt and smoke at gmail.com also if you want any salt and smoke gear please get onto our website and to our online store we have shirts and hats If you're looking for anything else, please let us know and we'll get it up there for you. Thanks, guys. We'll uh, talk to you again next week.